So I can't tell you how many times I've redone this episode because I really feel it's significant to get this one right and also not to keep it too long. So bear with me on that. Um, before I get into the actual topic of what this episode's going to be about, which is my healing, I wanted to kind of give a little update on stuff. So it's been a while since I've done a, a podcast and I apologize for the length of time it's been. Um, a lot of stuff has been happening in my life and some of that we'll touch on, but in other news, uh, my wife and I are hopefully going to set up a, a little office studio thing soon, which will help me get podcast, uh, sooner, uh, to you guys that are listening. And, uh, hopefully I can create more consistent, uh, content that way and, you know, get, get more out there. And uh, I also want to apologize if you hear any airplanes going on in the in the background there. My job is close to an airport, and this is the second job I've worked at that's a, close to an airport in two different states. I, I think that's really interesting for some reason. But uh, at any rate, so what I wanted to talk about with this episode is what happened to me about eight days ago. Um, those of you who know me in person know that um, our pastor had mentioned that... Um, I had some significant breakthrough that happened um, this past week, and so I wanted to uh, share that with anyone that actually knows me in real life, but also I wanted to, I, I had every intention on doing this podcast whenever I got that breakthrough, because I've been believing for this breakthrough for quite some time. So without further ado, um, I don't really like to talk about sickness much in my own life I really don't like well I don't like talk about sickness at all in, in general instead I'd rather talk about the solution who's Jesus and um, I'd been believing God for healing for issues that I've been dealing with uh, some stuff that I was I, I was born with these issues and then things just kind of got worse um, as I've gotten older and uh, so I found out uh, uh, we finally got some test results in earlier earlier this year, not too long ago, a couple months ago. But uh, kind of explain it, it explained everything that has been going on um, that I've had to deal with and uh, things that I didn't think were necessarily related issues that I've had before in the past and, and issues that I've dealt with uh, recently. I didn't know were related and. Uh, come to find out that this has been uh something that um um i've been i was born it was a genetic defect and um and it happened during the gestational period it, it there was some problems that developed there and that's caused a whole slew of issues and so uh i was born with the inability to absorb a lot of iron and that's not uncommon at all here in the U.S., um, there's there's a statistic I saw that was something like three million Americans are affected by an iron deficiency, um, and a lot of people don't even realize it. And that you know, more kudos to you if if like it's not really affecting you, which is you know I'm I'm all happy for people not really being affected by illness. And then uh, also uh, I had an inability to produce a lot of vitamin D. And uh, 
as well as an inability to absorb a lot of B6. And the significance with the D, the vitamin D and the B6 is both of those um, help develop and maintain neurological functions, and is used in um, in your in your daily neurological stuff. And the problem that I had with the iron, uh, what a lot of people experience is iron deficiency anemia that get affected by the iron deficiency portion um, of their genetic defect. And um, that anemia turned into other problems that I was dealing with. And it was specifically uh, something called porphyria. And if you don't know, um, your blood cells, they're made up of building blocks that are made up of building blocks that are made up of building blocks, you know, so forth and so on until you get to, you know, right down to the molecules. And the what you call those building blocks are uh, there's different kinds of porphyrins out there that are used to make the building blocks that make up your hemoglobin and they are all centralized around an iron molecule and so you can have a buildup of these building blocks and if you don't have the iron in your system for your body to you know connect all those porphyrins with to, to make hemoglobin in your blood then uh, you will deal with a uh, what's called a low hematocrit and hematocrit's like the volume of your blood and that's what anemia is it's not uh, iron deficiency isn't anemia but iron deficiency can cause and often causes anemia which is um, um, a low amount of blood in your system and between that problem and the severely low uh, like seriously low vitamin D and B6 uh, was having all kinds of neurological issues. Um, a lot of it was what they finally, they were initially thinking it was uh, fibromyalgia. And then what they concluded it was uh, peripheral neuropathy is uh, what I've been dealing with. And uh, so the, the peripheral neuropathy, which also the porphyria could have contributed to that. Uh, as well as the uh, the issues that I've had with with skin losing patches here and there, which I know is it sounds gross and, and is ugly. Uh, there was that going on, and then what some people may not have known was going on was um, because of the neurological stuff. Uh, to put it simply and plainly it felt like I was losing my mind um, there was things that I couldn't remember things that I should have easily been able to remember um, short fuse uh, anxiety depression and then um, as of late I was dealing with seizures and uh, they not that I was having them frequently like a person let's say that's that uh, has severe epilepsy but seizures is something seizures anxiety and depression are things that I normally don't deal with um, I'm not someone who's depressed um, often and nor am I someone who's anxious often and you know I I will attribute any good health that I have to God's good grace and his love and his mercy on my life and with everything that had been going on notice I'm using past tense here uh, the Lord healed me of this past Wednesday, which is eight days ago from today. And it was some serious, crazy stuff. Um, 
There was times that I was thinking I might have to admit myself to a hospital, and, you know, for them to monitor me and, and keep keep me in a hospital bed while they run tests and stuff like that. You know, it, it got pretty serious. Um, it's affected it's affected everything. It's affected my personal life with, you know, my family. It's affected work. It's it's affected daily interactions with people. As y'all know, I'm someone who's very passionate for preaching the gospel and also encouraging others to preach the gospel because the way I see it, I'm only one person and you know, there's only so many people that I could possibly reach, but if I can encourage you to also preach the gospel to someone else, then hey, that's two people getting the gospel preached to, and that's the way I see it. And that's kind of the purpose of this podcast is to encourage anyone to go out there and I don't use the term share your faith, although that is what you're doing. Um, I, I, I stick with preaching the gospel because, I mean, what you're trying to do is you're trying to give someone the good news for everyone's inevitable, impending grand problem, which is bigger than anything going on. There's there's a problem that's much, much, much bigger than COVID. In fact, COVID pales in comparison to this one big issue. Um Heart disease, which is the number one killer still in the world uh, and in the United States, this problem is much bigger than that, and that's sin. And sin provokes God to wrath, and sin leads to our inevitable death because the wages of sin is death. And, uh, you know, I've only been on this earth 32 years, but I haven't known a single person who has died who hasn't sinned. And chances are 120 years from now, from this podcast, everyone who's listening or will have listened um, will have more than likely died by the point that I published this podcast. And, you know, that's just putting it mildly. And there, I mean, it's a big problem. And the only answer to that is the blood of Jesus, what Jesus did for us. And that's not only is that like... It should be, there should be a, from that realization, there should be an obligation, a push to preach the gospel. But on top of that, there should be enthusiasm to do so because you want people to experience the goodness and God, uh, goodness and grace of God, just like you have, if you are born again, you know, so it should be a double whammy there, you know, double spring loaded push in the, in the preaching the gospel of there should be awareness of this problem, but then you should also be pushed by how good the answer is. And uh, so I would encourage anyone, if you got nothing else from this, preach the gospel. And with all that being said, with talking about sickness and then preaching the gospel, it's because just like I've believed that God would do, God healed me. And like I'd been anticipating when I got healed, I would do this podcast. Here I am, you know, especially the past two years, I've been really affected by this and is really you know, my poor wife, she's had to, she's, she's been a wonderful support and she's been there to partner with me and believing that God's going to heal me. And then she's been there to, to help me and, and deal with me when, when, you know, my health was just not the greatest at all. And, you know, my poor kids who've, who've had to understand that, that, um, their dad has, has been sick and there's nothing that they could do about it. And, you know, there's nothing medicine could do unless the Lord healed me of that. You know what I mean? And with that being said, this past Wednesday, eight days ago, the Lord did heal me. Uh, what had happened was my wife had found out that, um, I think from our friend Jolynn uh, from church, 
that um, Kenneth Hagen Jr. was coming down to South Arlington and was going to do a healing service. And uh, <laughs> my wife was like, you're going. And at this point in time, I'm actually kind of upset at God. I'll be honest. I was upset because I'd been expecting him to heal me. And the conversations that I was having with the Lord, and here's me just being open, just really, really open, okay? My conversations with the Lord were, I know you're not broke. I know you're not broken. I know you can heal. So the problem's with me. But the problem is, or my problem is, I feel like my trust is being misplaced. And I'm telling the Lord this. I'm just being open with Him. And this is what I know. That if I'm open and honest with God, He always responds with grace. You know, he always responds with grace. He's never yelled at me. He's never been mad at me or anything like that. Just when I finally am completely just open and barren in front of him, just lay everything out. Lord, this is how I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. And some people might be put off by that. But you got to understand, I'm still coming from a place of reverence. I still know that he's God and I'm creation and he's creator. I, st I still understand that stuff, but I also believe, like it says in Hebrews, to enter the throne room of grace boldly, boldly. Like I have, you know, if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, then I wouldn't have this. But because of the blood of Jesus, I am entitled to the throne room of grace, not because I'm a good person. Again, I, I feel like I have to point this out because I know this would this would perk some people's ears. But because of what Jesus did on the cross for all of us, and because, you know, who we are got crucified in Christ, and now we have an inheritance with Christ and we're seated with Christ, there are certain things that I can expect of God because he promised me that his word specifically said. And one of the things was, I can enter his throne room of grace boldly. And so I'm talking with God and I'm telling him how upset I am. I feel like my trust is misplaced, but I know he's the answer and I know he's not a liar and I know he's Lord, but if he don't answer, you know, I won't, I won't be alive long enough to see the answer. And I would tell him, Lord, your word said, David said, if he didn't see your promises in the land of the living, then he would have perished a long time ago. Well, God, I'm perishing and I need you to answer because I'm still trying to be in the land of the living. You know, and I'm, I'm frustrated with God. Well, finally, uh, this service came around. My wife's like, you're going. And my flesh was feeling reluctant. I'll be honest. But in my spirit, um, I knew I knew this was it. I knew this was where I was going to get my healing. And I had I had been also upset with him because I'd be I'd be crying out to the Lord, but I wouldn't be hearing anything. And it'd been a couple weeks since I've heard anything from the Lord and not to sound like some pious zealot or something like that. But if if I go along without hearing from the Lord, man, things just don't go right. Like I'm not I'm irritable. I'm not a great person. Like I need to hear from him. If I don't hear from him on a regular basis, I, I'm just I'm a wreck and I'm a mess. I, I need his guidance. I need his direction. And I need to just hear from him. I need to know, you know, that by him talking with me, it registers in my spirit that my father loves me and he's talking with me and he's abiding with me and I'm with him. Uh, you might've heard like the five love languages or something like that. And I forget my wife, she knows all about that. And the person who wrote it. And honestly, I think it's a good book, but with me and the Lord, the love language is quality time and and affirmation okay that's how god fills my love tank and i need that or i'm a mess and so it'd been like five weeks since i really heard anything from him so we're at the meeting and the lord says to me you're gonna get your healing today 
and I was just so excited to hear something from him. Like I almost broke down in tears just to just just because he said something. That was my initial reaction of like, you know, finally you say something to me. You know, it it was it was relief and then and then it it kicked in what he said of, oh, I'm going to get that healing today. So I'm expecting this healing and I'm listening to uh, Hagen Jr. And he's saying tons of stuff. As a matter of fact, there was nothing new in his sermon that our pastor hasn't preached. And, I, and it's both hilarious and annoying, but also at the same time, it's the Bible. So it's not going to be new material in a sense, especially if you are under preachers and pastors who give you nothing but the word of God, who don't give you you know, man's doctrine, Methodist this, Baptist that, or give you harmonical or homiletical this, that, the other. They give you, this is what the scripture says. This is all I have to offer. All I have to offer is the complete and total answer to all your problems, which is the scripture. If you got a pastor who does that, then all you're going to know, you know, when, when you're not going to have an expect, expectation of anything else outside of the word of God. And, um, Hagen Jr., he, he preached on Matthew 5, the woman with the issue of blood, and uh, Matthew 10, uh, the those who lowered the man who was sick in through the roof for Jesus to heal. You know, if you're not familiar with those stories, I'd love to tell you about them, but again, I'm trying to keep this short, so I would tell you go and read them. Matthew 10 and Mark 5. Uh, Mark 5 is chock full of wonderful, powerful stories. Uh, three good ones in there. Uh, but that being said... Uh, preached on the same stuff and I knew this was going to happen. I was like, I'm going to hear a word that I've heard repetitiously because this is something I know uh, my pastor has seen, not just with me, but in other people in the congregation, how some of us are being hit with, with sickness or ailment or disease and we shouldn't be. And he knows it and we know it. So he's been, you know, saying a lot of this himself and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hearing what he's, he's saying. And then, Something just hit, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? So we have faith based on what Holy Spirit reveals to us from the scripture. That's how, that's how our faith is built is, is, you know, the revelation that comes from the scripture. And, uh, so it finally hit that I needed an anointing to receive from God and specifically to receive healing. I have believed and I've seen people get healed. You know, this is something I've dealt with my whole life. I've seen crazy healings. I remember, uh, those of you who know me, uh, seeing a guy that was horribly mangled by a motorcycle wreck. You know, I seen, I seen his, his arm that was only attached by the skin. I seen the, the shoulder muscle crawl off his bicep and reattach itself, you know, where his shoulder should be. And, uh, it was pretty gross to watch, but it was pretty awesome at the same time because God was healing this guy right in front of my face. I, I still had these defects, but God was still healing. You know what I mean? You know, even dealing with what I've dealt with, and I want to encourage anybody, you know, if you're a gospel preacher and you're dealing with some physical ailments, don't don't shrink back from believing God's going to heal others and God's going to heal you. Okay? And that's that's something I want you to take away from this, is if you need to, man, receive that anointing to receive healing from the Lord especially if you're a preacher and if you're preaching the scripture and I'm not talking about God has plans for you, not to, not to uh, destroy you, but to prosper you. And of course that scripture is true from Jeremiah, but that's not, you know, the gospel, that's not the gospel that uh, Jesus taught his disciples to preach. Although it's true, 
But the what is the gospel is if people repent of their sins and put their faith and trust in Jesus, they'll have an encounter with the Holy Spirit where he will birth in them a new spirit and then God will abide with them and then their sins are forgiven because of the blood of Jesus and they are in eternal life already with God because of this conversion, because of this work that Holy Spirit does. Like that's all inclusive into the gospel and you know you can you could check that in Luke 24 46 and 47 it spills it out plainly right there that he taught that repentance and remission of sin is to be preached in his name so that's that's it and there's there's there should be no deviation from that it's repentance for the remission of sin in the name of Jesus point blank and simple and uh, for those of us who know that we also know uh, Mark 16 uh, verses 18 and 19 where uh, those who preach the gospel the father shows his approval on their message and and showing up with signs wonders and miracles and approving the very message that they preach like we we have that ingrained in us okay don't waver from that don't falter from that just also know that god's desire is to heal you and you need to receive the ability to receive if you got to you know what i mean just like we uh receive salvation by believing in jesus and just like we receive holy spirit by believing you know, we receive by believing it's the same thing. And I knew that. I knew that prior to getting healed. You know, I knew that the only way I was going to receive this is by faith. I, like, I knew that. And it wasn't just head knowledge. Like, it's something I understand. I've received lots of things. And it might seem whatever to someone who don't understand this. But no, I'm, I'm, I received a lot because I need a lot, you know. And I received a lot by, by faith, by believing that God was going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. And I would encourage you to do the same, man. There's not a single verse in that Bible that will not work for you. It's it's accessible to all, and, and God's not a respecter of people. What he does for one, he'll do for another. And so if he's done it for one person, man, it's not to be exclusive just for them. He wants to include you in on that as well. And uh, healing is one of those things. And I'm probably going to cut this one short right here i say short we're almost 25 minutes in but i was trying to make this possible and stick and stick to everything on point and uh yeah god healed me of some very powerful well god powerfully healed me and and it's been life-changing like my poor wife she'll she'll cry with with tears of joy because she's like it's good to have you back you know and and i'm glad i'm glad that she's glad and it also is kind of like heartbreaking at the same time that my poor wife has been having to stick out you know and and she's she's such a trooper and i love her and she's a godly woman and you know the bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing i found my wife and i found a good thing and she's just been amazing through all this and it it i'm choking on tears now because i'm happy that she gets to also see the fruit of what you know the 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 fruit of her faith as well because she's been partnering with me on this that god was going to heal me she she stuck through it and she never wavered you know it's not like being married to job's wife who says curse god and die you know i i, I didn't marry that woman and uh, she she'll she'll say every now and then it's good to have you back and it's just it hits it hits even more. God really healed me in this thing. I knew immediately that I got healed because I immediately felt better. 
uh, with the kind of neuropathy thing I was dealing with, man, just any kind of movement hurt at all. And uh, in fact, after getting healed, like my back has needed to readjust because I can stand up straight again. And uh, I couldn't do that before. It would it would get it would hurt to breathe sometimes, and sneezing was absolutely painful. And uh, you know, all that left in an instant, and you know, just in a few minutes, all that was gone. I had mobility I didn't have before. I'm raising my knees to my chest, and I hadn't been able to do that in years. And uh, you know, it was just instantly I knew I was healed because of how bad things were. And um, I got my right mind back immediately and and i'm able to think clearly again and and process information again i don't feel like i'm trapped in my own skin i feel like i can i am me again and i'm in control of my facilities not that something else was but it felt like i couldn't you know uh there was a disconnect that there was a disconnect to certain things like being able to think straight or even just like keeping a steady hand like my hands were shaking so bad all the time and even with uh, medication that, that the doctors gave me uh, to help with the nerves, uh, if, if I didn't, if I missed a dose, oh my gosh, it was so bad. But uh, I've gone eight days without a dose and I'm living pain free and my hands are steady and I've got my right mind. I know God's healed me and it's great and it's amazing. And that's that's first and foremost the the whole reason why I wanted to do this podcast. I want people to know, and I want God to get glory that that God healed me, and He deserves that that glory and that praise. And uh, it was a powerful, powerful healing, very powerful healing. I can't even get into all the details uh, because some of it y'all don't need to know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just believe, man. If you're dealing with something, if you're from our church. Uh, and you know me personally and you're someone who's dealing with something man don't get discouraged and don't don't be upset and just hang in there okay keep believing because the scripture says that uh, those who who don't waver okay they'll be rewarded and I'm telling you I thought I was wavering because I was getting upset at God but in all actuality I think sometimes he waits until we we get upset with him but it's not we get bitter and and we turn away from God it's we're frustrated think of uh Gideon think of Gideon how uh he told uh the messenger of the Lord he's like well you know if we are God's children then why are the Philistines in charge of everything you know it's that same kind of anger and I think I think he waits for that sometimes because we need to express you know your word says is essentially what we're saying. Your word says, but the circumstances are being contrary to what your word says, and you need to do something about that. That's uh, exerting our faith. That's uh, demonstrating our faith that, you know, that we believe that God is the answer to that. So I don't think God, as a matter of fact, he never got mad with me once. Even when I expressed my, my impatience, I thought, my indignation. And I even told him, I was like, I feel like my trust is being misplaced in you because you haven't healed me yet. But I'm just talking with him and I'm being honest with him. And, and I'll tell you this, that's why Elijah was so set apart from everyone else is because he could be open and honest like a little kid uh, to God, man. He could be a little kid and just ball, and, you know. We're fortunate to have some uh, some of the intimate time that he had with the Lord you know, like when he's under the broom, broom tree, when he ran from Jezebel and he said, you know, it'd be better that I died. You know, he's getting all suicidal and depressed, you know, but God used this man mightily. 
And and he just he opened himself up and made himself vulnerable to God and God made kings bow down to this guy and made you know magistrates and and you know governing officials bow down to this guy. God set him apart and then Elijah didn't even taste death, you know? He's he's in heaven right now as we speak, never have died. You know, the chariots took him away. And I would just encourage you, just be honest with God like that. And I think, you know, that's why that's why the Bible says that Elijah was a man just like us. You know? In one sense there was nothing special about him, but because because he was just honest with God, he stands out and, and is marked in history, you know? And I would just encourage you, if if you're someone I know, um, and I have no idea who would be listening, and I don't I don't know you know, some people tell me some things they're dealing with, but I don't know what everybody's dealing with. And I don't know even people that have told me stuff they're dealing with. I don't know a hundred percent of what they're dealing with. So don't take this as I'm thinking of one person in, in particular, because I'm really not, because I'm also aiming this, not, not just at people I know, but people I don't know, whatever you're going through, keep believing God is going to heal you and don't lose heart on that. And I know that's a big pill to swallow. I get it. I understand. I remember swallowing that pill and be like, oh, I don't want to hear that. But man, just, just, just take it. Okay. Because if you don't falter, if you don't waver, God's going to answer. He will answer. He always answers. Okay. If he doesn't, he wouldn't be Lord. He'd be a liar and he wouldn't be Lord, but he is Lord and he hasn't failed and he won't fail and he's faithful. All right. And I, something I've known was going to come out of this was I was going to receive an anointing for people that have dealt with, you know, lifelong illnesses. Uh, and I believe I've received that because that's been broken off of me. That's been given to me. Lifelong illness has been broken off of me. And the anointing is what breaks the yoke. That anointing, I've received that anointing as well as the anointing to receive. I've received that anointing. And so if you're believing right now and your faith is stirred right now, you know, you know that you've got revelation from the Holy Spirit. You know right now that you could be healed from the Lord. Man, take take a simple step of faith. Put your hand on your chest or your ailment, wherever it is, or on the phone, or put your hand your Bluetooth. Activate that faith right now with a simple gesture and just say, I receive, okay? Because I'm going to release this right now. That in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Father, anything that you've given me, give them. Any anointing you've given me, give to them. And anyone who's willing to receive it and by faith in Jesus, Lord, let them have it and even more. And just receive your healing. And if the Lord healed you, man, reach out to me. Twitter, uh, The Kilted Preacher. Uh, Instagram, The Kilted Preacher. My name's Kenneth Davis. Reach out to me. I want to know. Uh, I don't need to know. Like my faith is not dependent on knowing if you got healed or not, but I want, I want to rejoice with you. I want to rejoice in your healing. If, if the Lord just healed you right now, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, kidney stones, organ failure, diabetes, does cancer, these things, God can heal you right now. All right. If you didn't receive that before, receive it now. Are you ready? Be healed in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for touching anyone and everyone who's received that by faith. God, get all the glory on that. Get all the glory on that. And if you need it right now, if, if you just need a fresh touch from the Holy Spirit, if you need to get filled right now, we all need to get filled. We all need to continually get filled. We're made as vessels that are that 
you know, we get filled and we pour out almost like a colander, you know, that's how we're made. We're made to constantly receive. If you need, if you need a fresh touch from Holy Spirit, Father, I pray right now that these people would know your love and that Holy Spirit would shed your love into their hearts right now. Shed abroad the love of the Father in their hearts right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you didn't know that scripture, it's from Romans 5. Uh, I know some people get weirded out. I come from nothing but the scripture. If you got a question, again, you can hit me up. Uh, the Kilted Preacher, Kenneth Davis. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. I'd be happy to answer any and all questions and just know I'm going to just come straight from the Bible. Um, I don't want to preach anything. I don't want to teach anything that's not from the scriptures that I'm 100% uh, sold on and haven't experienced myself. And so I would, I, I wouldn't even try to sell you something that I myself, you know, haven't tasted or, or don't have. Um, but I received this healing and it was a major healing. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Thank you guys for listening. This is a kill to preacher. Thank you.